Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first live recording of Coffee with Creators. Good morning, Chelsea. How are you? I'm fabulous. So I know we were talking earlier and I told you that James was making my sandwich and I thought that I could just hold out until the end, but he came and set my sandwich like right in front of me. So ah, just smelling my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you. Yes. That was awesome of you. So nice. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the great thing about this, this whole clubhouse thing is that you can just mute yourself and no one can yeah. really see you. Right. Yeah. No one can see me and I can mute my mic and then take a bite of my sandwich. So that's awesome. I'm kind of liking this because it's much easier, much less, less things to think about. I think, I think, right. Like we're not fumbling around with with the camera. My Sony's not Mm -hmm. shutting off. Your camera's not getting hot. Yeah. It's not on fire. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hoping that this, this works out like, well enough at least mm-hmm. because it's it's a lot less work for me too i don't have to edit anything literally just record this I and know. then throw it in there but yeah that also means we've kind of been strive, striving towards so right if this works it'll be perfect it'll be perfect we're not we're not going to be perfect i mean this is going to be a, no. a hilarious episode i already know but um, yeah, i was already talking about sniffing a sandwich so you know <laughs> Well, for the for once, you're not, you didn't open up with a poop story, so that's already oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, that's already an improvement plus. right there. Oh my god! So how was yeah, your morning? You, you said poop, so I did say poop. So it's it's you, it's my, me this time. My morning is good. Um, yeah, I mean, just like the usual thing: wake up in a panic, get the kids dressed, and get them shoved out the door to school. And then um, it's just me and James here, kind of working and staring at each other. <laughs> What time do you usually wake up? Um, we get up at seven and then okay. the kids are usually already up. They they wake up and come in our bed and then so usually by like six forty five they come in and then we kinda all just lay there, maybe oh, talk, nice. try to get them ready to get up and for about fifteen minutes and then we're out of the bed by seven, yeah. Okay, yeah. I forgot I forget that your kids are a little bit older. Or well, at least your your son is. My son is, yeah. yeah. He's seven. So he can kind of take care of himself, Like he's, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He probably can, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he relies heavy on us. That's Even kinda... though like he knows how to do things like get dressed, brush his teeth. Like he knows how to do those things and he knows that he has to do them. He just chooses to scream at us. I don't think that ever goes away. Do those things. <laughs> I'm 40 years old and that's, I still do that. My wife's like, what are you doing? Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's why I'm not allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> Because I so somehow just leave things out or use mm-hmm. the wrong whatever. But yeah, I'm always like, that's that's the thing that I expect in the morning. First thing is that before I even get up to do anything, I already did something wrong. So that's <laughs> that's just part of my that's day now. But you know what's funny? Like, Because I, I wake up at around 4.30 or 5 in the morning only because that's the only time that I can actually do something, you know, for myself, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very uh, good with, with I've, I've committed my, myself like maybe like f- six months ago, I'd say, to, to start exercising. 
just oh, um, yeah, just give myself a little bit of time to exercise in the morning. So that means I have to wake up at around 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning because the kids are asleep. My wife is probably mm-hmm. getting ready by then. And I'm just, uh, I have that time to just work out. But the problem is getting up, like seriously, getting up in the morning is the hardest thing. Like the working out part, yeah. that's easy. But, or yeah. even doing no everything I else. I could not. I could not motivate myself to get up at 4 a.m. to do any strenuous activities. I'm very lazy in the morning. Let me get up and, you know, so I can hurt myself. No, it's a, I did find a technique though. I did find a solution to that, that problem of waking up. Cause that is seriously the hardest part, just getting up Mm -hmm. and getting your brain working and just like getting the, uh, everything like you're aware. And then you're like, okay, let me, now I can make decisions and actually go do something. The solution Mm -hmm. I found Chelsea is the first thing that I do when I wake up is open up TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I do love TikTok though. It's great. It's so funny. It is hilarious. Like I've been using it a lot, like probably more than I, you know, care to really admit, but it's just (laughs) hilarious. Like that app is, it's funny. Spencer was uh, correct when he said that it's really good with finding out the things that you actually like. So yeah. like the more you use it, the more it shows you things that mm-hmm. it thinks you'll like. And I'm just like drowning in dad jokes and drowning in just like just marriage memes and stuff. And sometimes my daughter, when I when I pick up my daughter, she's like, Daddy, let's go watch something funny. And then we'll sit there for like the next half an hour just scrolling through TikTok and we're both laughing our butts off. And my 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 wife's like, what are you guys watching? And I'm like, oh, this girl was just like wiggling her butt in front of her son. And it's just like, what? What is going on? But that's so funny. That's just like the, the thing that I, I noticed that um, if I open up TikTok in the morning, I start laughing. And when I start mm-hmm. laughing, when I, fi- I find these these just funny things, um, it's easier easier for me to, mm-hmm. to actually get up and I'm kind of awake now. So actually that's, that's one of the things that I put my, well, in the beginning, like a few weeks ago, um, my rule was that I would never sleep next to my phone just because in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, if I wake up, um, say my daughter needs to go to the bathroom or she wants a, a glass of water or something like that. Um, my first reaction is to, to grab my phone. If I grab my phone, yeah, that's what I do too. Right? They grab your phone and then suddenly it's like two o'clock in the morning and you're scrolling and you're wide mm-hmm. awake. You're wide awake. Yeah. So that's a problem there. But um It is a problem, but it's one that I'm not really wanting to fix. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, just like like me and my Starbucks addic- addiction. Um, like there is so many memes on TikTok, like Stop telling people that go to Starbucks every day that they would have so much money. We don't want those things. We don't want money. We want the Starbucks. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. It's the same thing like with being on my phone during the middle of the night. Like, I know I probably don't need to do it, but it's better to me to be on my phone like after my kids are in the bed or if like I wake up at 2 or 3 a.m. It's better for me to do it then than to do it when my kids are awake. Yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah. that makes sense. It, so. th- th- you know what's weird? It does c- make complete sense to me. Like as a parent, mm-hmm. I try I try to um, not even pick up my phone when, I have, when, when I'm with my kids. You know, it's just that mm-hmm. practice of being in the moment and, yeah. you know, just enjoying that. And, you know, because 90% of the time when I'm on my phone, it's just nothing. It's just me wasting time. Weren't we just talking about Clubhouse a few days ago or was it yesterday? Yesterday. 
right? Like we yeah. were saying that if, you know, you tend to get addicted to uh, one of those social media apps and Clubhouse is probably like the most popular one right now. And you yeah, find I yourself... Because you can, you can just turn it on and then do other things. Right, yeah. But it's such you a know? it's such a black hole when it comes to like... It's a black hole, basically. You get sucked in and you're like listening yeah. over and over again. And one of our friends, uh, Sagran, yesterday was saying that he's like, why am I still listening? There's, I already got the mm -hmm. thing that I, I was trying to, to get from, from the speaker, but he's still, he's still listening. And yeah, you have to make a conscious decision now to stop using a social media app or platform. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, the thing that I'm also worried about when it comes to our kids. It's like mm -hmm. they are growing up in this world where they're surrounded by all these devices and social media and, and it's the norm. And then someone mm -hmm. actually told me that it's us that have a problem with it, right? Because we are adjusting yeah. to it. We live, you know, we grew up in a semi-analog um, and then digital age. So we're adjusting mm -hmm. to it. And that's why it's hard for us. Right? He's like, but your kids, they're growing up in, in this type of world. So it's not going to be that bad for them, hopefully. Yeah. And he kinda, I agree. Yeah, I, I kind of found comfort in that. So that was, that was kind of mm -hmm. nice. At least I tell myself yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel better. So right, <laughs> I really struggled. Like when my son was little, I always said that I was going to be that mom that didn't like let him watch TV or give him any devices. But when he turned like one and was in like the terrible like toddler stage, you know, like you can't get past it because like sometimes you just need them to sit down and watch TV. No, yeah, so, you can't. Yeah. That ran out the window like really, really quickly. Fast. And then it probably happened even earlier for our daughter. So Yeah, I've yeah. Not, I've kind <laughs> of come to accept that it's just a part of their generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it's hard to stay I mean, unless you're in you're a household that do not have, you know, big screen TVs or mm -hmm. devices. Then yeah, you know it, it's easy. It's easier that way, right? Like the only reason mm -hmm. why we weren't like that because we never had that. Like we had one yeah. TV in our home before in our house, and it's mm -hmm. downstairs. I didn't have a TV in my room, and the only thing I had was a radio. So yeah. um, everything else like was downstairs. I would have to go downstairs, and if someone's there watching TV already, then I can't do anything. So in that sense, <laughs> I wasn't really addicted to it, right? Yeah. So what I was addicted to was going outside playing you know, in the mud or just like uh, riding my bike. And so my brother was yeah. telling me, yeah, like the kids nowadays, these are their new bikes, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So unless the your house doesn't, you know, you don't have any of those devices, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough to actually yeah. keep them away from it. I, I mean, it's just all about balance too. I mean, when they're in school all day, I don't feel as bad about letting them watch TV when they get home, like after Luca's homework or, you know, maybe a little TV before, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel guilty about it because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, he's been at school all day. He's been learning and same for Emma. So, I mean. Yeah. It, I was Also actually, on the weekends, we when it's warm, we like to get them outside and they like to go outside, yes. but they're not the kids that are like really into like getting muddy like they're definitely city slickers so when they start to get hot and sweaty they're like okay 
take me back inside. I'm ready to go I'm home. Done. <laughs> yeah. My daughter is the same same thing. She's like, she's like, mommy, I don't. My hands are sticky. I'm like, it's funny how she says that because when I was a kid, like if it's sticky. I'll rub it all over my face. It's like, oh, look at this. It's so cool. But for her, it's just it's so, so different. Um, my daughter my yeah. daughter is actually the same thing. Like she, you could give her a device, like a, an iPad or a phone, and she'll be on it, right? Like for however mm -hmm. long. But the moment you tell her, you say, Charlie, you want to go color? You want to go play outside or something? She'll yeah. drop that that device like no yeah. problem my kids are the same thing yeah it's the same way and sometimes most of the time they'll drop it themselves and like start playing with one of the 50 million toys that they have in the right house, so yeah so that's actually a very interesting observation that i had too because i don't mm -hmm. know what it is about them maybe it's just the uh maybe just they're just different you know what i mean like as mm -hmm. kids 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 are always going to be different but um i've seen kids who are just on the devices like crazy and some mm -hmm. of them don't mind. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying, right? I, I don't really completely understand that, but I'm trying to understand why my kids are like that. Like they, they would easily give up the device if presented with a chance to play, right? Mm -hmm. So, cause I've seen other kids who will not play at all. They'd rather just sit there. Um, yeah. The only thing that I can think of, and the only thing, you know, I'm not saying this is the reason, but the only thing I can think of is that Whenever I see my kids, when I pick them up from grandma's, um, mm -hmm. I'm always in play mode, right? Like I see them yeah. and I'm like, let's go play. So I'm playing with them. I'm wrestling with them. That's why I get sick. I <laughs> like all these kids, yeah. like their cousins do. All those do. hands in Yeah, all mouth. those hands in my face and my mouth. And it's just hilarious. But like I play with them with her cousins too. So maybe it's that, that they know the joy of actually mm -hmm. playing that it's it's a different feeling it's a different energy it's just a different experience overall right and i think mm -hmm. as humans they still prefer that which is really cool so that's the yeah. only reason that i can think of like they associate actual playtime like physically getting up and running around um as such yeah. a joyous experience that they'll never give that up so i'm yeah guessing maybe maybe I, that's the reason i think i agree with that because my kids are the same way like they will drop an iPad or a phone like super quick. If you're like, let's go play in the playroom or, you know, let's go outside, you know, whatever. They're like, oh yeah, for sure. Like throw this iPad away and you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like just instinctual kids, you know, they're they're especially when they're in that stage of like learning and growing, it's. They're you, looking they for that enjoyment. Yeah. They're they looking for that different, of, that different sensation, that different. Um, yeah feeling or experience, right? Like that they can't mm -hmm. get through a screen alone. So yeah. I, I guess, and that, that probably just makes me feel better. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it probably is what we're just telling. Right. Ourselves. Pretty much. Yeah. Cause just yesterday I was like emailing one of my clients and she's like, Oh, you have to excuse me. You know, my daughter's doing this and that. So I'm like, Oh, that's completely fine. And then she comes mm -hmm. back, like she answers her email back and she goes, I'm sorry, I got stuck whatever, whatever. And, and I just tell her, you know, that's so perfectly fine. I, I go through the, that the same thing every day. And then we mm -hmm. started to talk about more of like sh devices. Right. And then mm -hmm. we were at the end of the conversation, what it is basically is we're both trying to make each other feel better for giving an iPad to our kids. And we're like, you I know, think what? that's what we're doing now. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> hey, you know, mommy, mommy and daddy have, you know, we have work time, so you need to have right, your own. And we're not, 
we're not perfect people. No. You know, I figured that out really quickly after having our son. And I was gonna, I was like that staunch parent, like, uh, they're not having any devices. Like, we're going to eat all organic. Pfft, no. <laughs> My kids That's... ate French fries last night for dinner because they didn't want the sloppy joes that James made. <laughs> so, I mean, you just, you find your routine, you find what works for you, and you really can't let it bother you. I mean, honestly, like if they are happy and they're healthy and they're thriving, that's all you really can, can hope for. Yeah, I agree. Cause I think, <laughs> you like know. you said, right? Like it's just, it's just balance. And if you notice yeah. that they prefer to be on the iPad more than spending time with you, then yeah, maybe there is something there. Like maybe, maybe you are yeah. overdoing it in that sense. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Now we feel a little bit better. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the affirmation, Chelsea. Thank you for You're telling welcome. me that I'm not You'll, a terrible parent. No, and you will, like, the older your kids get, like, it'll it'll get easier. Because I, I struggled with it, too, when my kids were your kids' age, like, four and, and one. Yeah. So. I get it. You'll you'll be fine. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> why I tell myself. It's just a phase. It's always just a phase, yeah. right? Like, everything it just is. everything just changes. It's just funny how we tailor ourselves, like, in our day. Like someone asked me, how, what does your day look like? I'm like, you would not want to know what my day looks like because my, my day, day is insane. My day pretty much just wake, you know, wake up in the morning and try to make sure that my kids are alive and that they mm -hmm. will be fine. And then for the rest of it, I kind of just slot everything in. I think I posted in my stories in, in, on Instagram a few days ago, uh, asked me questions about, oh, I think it was last week, about content creation. And... Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, because I've been living this this whole thing for more than a year now, to me, it's a normal thing. It's as if I was just going to a, a typical job, right? Get up in the morning and go to the job, or the work, whatever Same. it is. But for other people, they, they, they hear that and they're like, you know, what does it look like to be a content creator full time? I've actually gotten that question a lot. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's just like any other job, right? Like you pay, you, you put the work in, you put the time in and you make sure mm -hmm. that you're you're not messing it up as much. Um, but I think what they wanted to see was structure. Like, okay, what does oh, your yeah. day look like? What, what what do you do first thing you wake up? If I told them that I first thing I do in, when I wake up is watch TikTok, they'll probably be like, man, you have the perfect life. <laughs> look, it's not that, know. you know? It's, it's just one of the process. And for the most mm -hmm. part, the rest of the day is just trying to get the kids um, in a safe and, and good situation mm -hmm. so that I can focus on actually doing the work. Right. Yeah. But that's the same. That's the same for me because, you know, when I first started like content creation, I was, you know, working as well as keeping my daughter at home. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was really hard. So we had to figure out another situation where she would be in a safe environment, you know, not saying that her being here with me at home was not a safe environment, <laughs> but another safe environment right. for her to be at and to kind of grow and thrive while I worked. Yes. You know, because I was really kind of going back to the whole like iPad and kid thing. I was really struggling with her just being on the iPad for like two or three hours out of the day while I was working, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why we moved her into a daycare and she's growing and she's interacting. So much. She's yeah. She's yeah. super smart. She's learning how to be with other children. Like it's really great. So yeah. I agree. It's the first part of your day is like getting them to their their safe environment, like school or daycare, and yeah. then, then you, you can feel focus. more comfortable. Yeah. 
you feel more comfortable working and are able to concentrate because you know that they are taken care of. But here's the problem too, Chelsea, like in our, and I'm going to speak for myself, but um, I'm pretty sure you can relate to this. Like if you are more like in the creative field, um, mm -hmm. and I'm not just saying photography, videography, I mean, you can be a writer, you can be anything, you know, anything that, mm -hmm. that normally uh, you, you, you kind of have to come up with these ideas, right? With is basically mm -hmm. what I'm saying. It's not like you go to work, you sit down, you read a book that tells you your, the steps that you have to do, like punch in these numbers, make sure these are correct. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, um, monotonous in that sense. It's more of uh there's no real system. There, there's a good chunk of that work that I do that has to do with just brainstorming and mm -hmm. basically creative time is what I'm trying to get at, right? Like it's it's yeah. a you have to put you have to give yourself a little bit of that 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 time to just mm -hmm. feel creative and then come up with creative ideas. So that's the struggle yeah. because sometimes you know, after you get all the, the kids out and you have your day to yourself finally, and then you sit down, I sit down and I'm like, okay, I got to think of something creative. The problem is when it's you try, hardest it's part. The, it is the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing. It's the worst. It's the worst part of my day. Honestly, like I hate to say that, but so what I struggle with so much is I get the kids to school. I'm home or James is here too, usually. Um, but I'm in my office, I'm trying to be creative and I find myself just staring at things. And then when I finally get in that creative, like, and when I finally get that motivation, it's like one o'clock or two o'clock and then I have to go get my kids at 3.15. So- And it sucks too, because you- you so hard. You feel guilty. It's like, I didn't do anything. And you, you, what's funny right. is that, yeah, my wife comes home and she's like, so what, how was your day? And I'm like, I can't really say that I, like, I just sat there. You know what I mean? And it's weird. You can't tell her that though. I, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just weird because like I can either sit here and not do anything and mm -hmm. say that I'm, it's part of my work, my process being, trying to feel creative, trying to come up with creative ideas. Or I can go, if I, if I go outside, go to the beach, for example, or go whatever, mm -hmm. do something that's, you know, quote unquote fun, then I'm not mm -hmm. working. I'm having fun, right? It's like, well, you know, it's part of the process. Like sometimes I need yeah. to watch a movie or two. Sometimes I need to play video games. But yeah, it's a weird, That's, weird it's thing. It's so funny because I spent all last week. Um, well, I mean, I know you know that I'm writing a script, but I'm writing a script. And so being able to write a script, you have to find inspiration from reading either other scripts or watching movies. So last week, all I did was read scripts and watch movies. And when James would say, like, how was your day? I I told him, I was like, I watch movies and read scripts. And he's like, I thought you're supposed to be working. I was like, I am working. Yeah. That's the conversation <laughs> but, I have with my wife every day. Yeah. A lot of people that aren't kind of in that creative field, field. or, you know, whatever, they don't really understand that. No. But and it's kind of it's a shame. So true. It, yeah. Yeah. A it's lot of our time is spent just trying to find inspiration it's, from it, other things. It's research. And mm-hmm yeah that's what i tell him and he's like okay mm -hmm. all right research sure. fine that's what she tells me when she's shopping for a new purse i'm just doing research <laughs> i'm researching <laughs> but isn't it a shame though like how uh, we've heard the stories you walk in the office and you're 
like your coworker walks in the office and he or she's kind of like in a very bad mood. And then you ask them if they're mm -hmm. okay. And they're like, oh, I, you know, I just haven't had my coffee yet. And then all of a sudden yeah. people are like, oh, okay, you know what? We get it. We get it. You have to get in that mindset, that whole, you know, get your system going before, before mm -hmm. you actually start working and you start feeling and becoming more productive. And socially, that seems to be a little bit more acceptable, right? But somehow yeah. for creatives, it's, uh, well, what are you doing? Why are you playing? Why are you having fun? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's part I'm of my not, creative process. I'm trying to I'm trying to be creative. Right. Well, it, it is it is kind of tricky, you know? though, because you have to make sure that that is what you're doing, that you yeah. are trying to, you know, get more inspiration. Again, it's a little tough, though, because it's not like yeah. it's a switch that you can just turn on and be like, suddenly I'm creative. It's not like, oh, yeah. I had coffee. Now I have all the answers. It's It's not really like that. It's like a... It's a process and it's a different process for, for each person. And sometimes, actually, I'd probably say most of the time, it doesn't really work as you intended or you hope it to work. Yeah. Because you could spend like days doing like random things and you still can't get that inspiration. But mm -hmm. you know what's weird though? For me personally, the most um, creative I feel like my mind is really just starting to work is when I'm in the shower <laughs> <laughs> no I get that though I get that because you're doing something I think you said this yesterday it's when your your brain or your mind or whatever is doing something so mundane it kind of opens that space to be creative yeah. or to have new ideas yeah that's that yeah that's just what I notice like whenever I'm doing something mm -hmm. that I don't really have to think too much about that's when everything is quiet. And maybe it's the sound of the shower, right? Like it's like a, it's almost like white noise. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's sound that's filling the space, but it doesn't mean anything other than just, it's almost relaxing. And so, yeah, yeah exactly. Like your mind starts to open up and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's, uh, it's, it's soothing and it's relaxing. I'm not really mm -hmm. thinking, of, thinking of anything else. Cause I mean, frankly, you don't, there's nothing else to do. We're in the shower other than, you know, make sure that you wash yourself. But yeah. that's when I feel most creative. It's like yeah, I have all these funny. ideas. Yeah. I've, I've kind of had that as well. Mostly for me, I am most creative at like 11 o'clock to midnight. Oh, man. <laughs> Which kind of sucks <laughs> because I'm, I'm tired, but I have like all of these ideas just like pouring out. So what I do is I write them down like in the notes app on my phone or whatever, and then I can revisit it in the morning when I am a little bit more refreshed and able to like actually make coherent sense out of what I have jotted down. Right. But. Yeah. Isn't that amazing though? Like you write things down that don't make sense in the beginning and then yeah. you, but you just have that gut feeling that there's something there. And there's then, something there. And even when you go back and address it, you're like, what was I talking about here? <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I got it. And then you, you know, write that, that piece of dialogue or whatever into your, yeah, I guess not everyone is is writing a script, but that's that's what I do. <laughs> no, I actually do that. Like I actually write random stuff. Like when I wake up in the middle of the mm -hmm. night and I'm like, oh crap, you know, I that's that was such a weird dream, for example. But I write it down, and then mm -hmm. like months later, I revisit it and I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? But you know what though? Like it's still good because it's it's getting ideas out of your head, and it's mm -hmm. not um it's not clogging everything else because I feel like you know sometimes when I'm trying to think of a new idea. Uh, like, let's just use um, YouTube, for example. Let's use YouTube, for example. When I'm trying to think of an mm -hmm. idea for a video, 
I used to watch a bunch of other videos so I can hope hopefully get an idea. But what mm-hmm. I'm really doing is I'm just absorbing the same type of thing. And if I'm doing that, if I'm absorbing the same type of videos, same type of style, then my tendency is to just create the same thing. So I actually, um, I try not to watch videos anymore. Like I feel bad, but even for like our friends, uh, when they have a new video, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it, but I tend not to watch it. Like I actually find myself not using YouTube a lot lately. And maybe it's just a face. Watching my videos, I am so. Chelsea, you haven't posted a video in forever. (laughs) I know. I'm just kidding. Chelsea, there's no videos. Yeah, I know. Chelsea, anything. I can only watch so much of your vlog from seven years ago. (laughs) I need to watch those. My old vlogs from seven years ago that are terrible. No, they're not. You could maybe learn something. Some you can maybe learn what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. That's the that's the learning thing there. No, but uh yeah. it's a it's a weird thing. Like I feel like um I try to distance myself from I I, I don't want to be influenced by these type of mm-hmm. things, you know. But it's 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 kind of tricky now because there's so many good content out there on YouTube and two things really happen to me. It's either I'm inspired because it's so different. Or I just feel like I'm drowning in the same type of content. And then I start to feel bad because I'm like, I'm never going to be better than that. I'm never going to come up with something more creative than that. Because this seems mm-hmm. to be the socially accepted you know, way of making this video. And mm-hmm. you know what? I said, I'm going to stay away from this because I can feel it. I can really feel it that I'm starting to feel a lot less creative when I start watching a bunch of videos. I'm just not that analytical. You know what I mean? I'm a... I go with gut feeling. I go with, especially with the content. Obviously, I have like some strategy, but for the most part, like for example, that last video that I did, well, not last video, but the uh, the studio doc. It's basically a stand for the for the iPad, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how the heck am I supposed to make a video about this? So instead, I just um, I tied it with a, a question that a lot of people have been asking in the most. I'd say in the recent years, you know, me included, myself included, is that can you use an iPad as a replacement for your desktop? And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, you know, that's a good question that I can revisit. And to help that argument, what if we have the perfect um, accessory, right? Like the, the stand that can mm-hmm. pretty much do everything. So I kind of approached it that way. And I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. I was happy with the result of the video. Because it was just yeah, a very... Yeah, doing really well, right? Surprisingly doing really well, yeah. But uh, yeah. it's just, uh, I was happy with that process too, that you know I didn't have to watch any other video and see what they're doing. And it's just like, yeah, I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I guess it's just a different process for me. I, you, yeah. I know you have a particular process too, Chelsea. I know you're kind of all over the house when you're trying to write a script. I am, <laughs> I am. yes. Um, two weeks ago, I found myself outside on the back porch and I wrote my favorite scene in the probably the whole script so far outside. Um, I also like to be in the living room. I like to be at either one of my desks. Mostly, I don't really like to write at my main desk, like where my podcast equipment is and like my main computer. I like to be on my smaller desk. Um, I, and I don't really know why that is. I think because it's like mainly empty and it's like a new fresh perspective because I'm only over there when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to be in my corner um, knockoff Eames chair 
Oh, okay. And yeah. I even was riding yesterday in the, the pickup line at my son's school. <laughs> so I find inspiration in a lot of weird places. <laughs> I think it's a variety, right? Like that, yeah. it, it, the different types of uh, environmental input that you're getting, you're absorbing, mm -hmm. that helps the creative process. Um, yeah. First of all, Chelsea, how many desks do you actually have? <laughs> um, are we counting? We're counting everything. <laughs> just Okay. Well, in my house total, I have three. In my office, I have two. My husband has like a dinky corner in our in our bedroom where he has all kinds of weird stuff. And then we have a desk top that has no legs and that's just chilling in our garage. <laughs> so, Any plans to, what are your plans for that desk? Is it just going to sit there? It probably. So it was the white top that, excuse me. It was the white top that I took off of the black legs oh, okay. and replaced with the the, the wood top. Mm -hmm. um, I thought about selling it, and then I was like, I don't know. You know me and my indecisiveness. I will probably want to use it again at some point. So some it's point. just chilling. It's just chilling in the in the garage. Yeah. And how do you feel uh, people react when they when they find out that you have multiple desks? <laughs> well, they think I'm a snob, or they think <laughs> that I've you know, been given them for free or whatever, which the funny thing is all three of the desks that I minus one. So two of the desks that I'm using, I bought myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> but people are like, you're so extra with all of your desks and all of your equipment. <laughs> like, well, maybe I am, but I like it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like you like it. So what does it matter? Mm -hmm. Right. And especially if you feel, if you're actually getting work done, I've got, I've got yeah, that question exactly. too. I don't think I would have both desks if like in my office, if I wasn't constantly using them. Yeah. Like I use both of them every day. Yeah. Same, same here. Like my work desk, like my main Instagram work desk, like the, mm -hmm. this is like the trophy desk. <laughs> it's a, the one with two screens. Yeah. The one with two screens is the least. Um, it's the, it's a desk that I use the least. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's there mainly for, um, when my wife needs to use the, the two screens. Um, but that doesn't happen anymore because I actually got tired of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make your own desk. So I, I gave her her That's own what desk I did with James too. Yeah. Just I, get them out of your hair. I was, um, yeah, I was gifted a desk from autonomous uh -huh. and of course he was like eyeballing it from the get, like as soon as it came in. And I was like, you know, I think I am going to give you this desk so you will get out of my office. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and that's what I did. I, I let him have it. And now he's got like a little dinky corner in our in our bedroom, which is is that the same disgusting. desk where where you showed me like you you walked by and you're like, can you explain to me what's on your desk? And he was like, yes. what do you and mean? It was, yeah, there's like, like everything a desk tour. It's like a bunch of trash and a bunch of books. Yeah, it's just like everything. He has like it's basically like four, a a storage area at this point. It really, it really is. He has like four monster cans that I saw just this morning. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. I um, I I, I give my wife a desk too, just because um, mm -hmm. because of that. But it's it is funny, right? Like when people ask you, like, how many desks do you actually need? Well, you don't really need any desk, like to be to be honest yeah. with you, right? Like you can use a kitchen count, like a kitchen, a dining area table, or a. Um, the kitchen counter to, to, to work. It's nice to have a desk, but like, yeah, to answer yeah. that question, you don't need multiple desks, but going back to what we were talking about, Chelsea, like you said, it's just, it feels different. And mm -hmm. just that variety just helps 
with the process. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what if you were, uh, what if you were only allowed to wear a pair of shoes, one pair of shoes for the rest of your life? Like, how would you feel about that? Chelsea's yeah, like, you... I, I do have one pair. <laughs> I only have one pair and that's all I have. No, I actually have six pairs. I don't know. A lot of shoes. Um, but like with shoes or with anything like furniture, you, you like that variety. You like the change. Like it makes you, especially with clothing and like shoes, like it makes you, you feel better. And when you feel good, you're, you're not, you know, you're more apt to, to getting things done. So I think that is the same for our desks and our offices really. Yeah. The offices. And I mean, people are saying, cause I've gotten a couple of comments too, saying you don't really need that fancy of desk. Like why would you pay that much for a desk? And it's first off, like why, why do they care? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Why do that's you what care? That's gets on my nerves. Like, why do you care what I have in my house? You're not right. coming over. I know. It, bothering you. But here's the thing that they don't understand, right? Like, it's it's almost like me walking over to their, like, walking in their house, their home, and saying, why do you have a couch here if you already have a couch over there? Why do you have a chair here if you have a chair over there? You know what I mean? Like, these are not necessary. I get it. But it fills up mm-hmm. a space in a different mood, in a different way. And it separates it. And when you walk in that yeah. space, you feel good because it gives you a different feeling for de- depending mm-hmm. on what space you're in, right? So there is, as a, you know, a reason for uh, a sense to all this madness, basically. It's, it's really yeah. just common sense, to be honest. It's like, yeah, you're decorating your home. That's what it is with the different desks. And I think now, yeah. since everyone's working from home, just a little bit more common. You see that more. Everyone is starting to really understand it. Even though you and I, and then a lot of our friends, we were doing it before it was way before, quote yeah. unquote, cool, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But now that everyone's doing it, they're like, hey, I think this Michael guy really is onto something. You know, I think he has a lot of good ideas, which before it was like, this dumbass, why does he have two desks? Right. Like, geez. Yeah. Especially, you know? I think I told you the story about the shelf, right? The shelf right behind my desk when I put my, the first time I put the, the lenses on the mm-hmm. shelf. And yeah, they were like, aren't you worried that it's all going to come crashing yeah, down on your I'm face? Like, like, well, no. Well, first well, of all, I didn't no. Tape, yeah, I, know. I didn't tape the shelves up. Like, they're sturdy. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I at least made sure that they're not going to fall off. But yeah, it's like right. people were trying to make so much sense out of it. Like, why do you have your lenses in front of you? Actually, I remember, I wish I could find that comment, but they were saying like, uh, look at this guy. Uh, he's showing off his gear instead of the photos that he took with his gear. So I kind of felt that wasn't bad. Even your, that wasn't even your intention. No. Like you just needed a place to store your camera lenses. Yeah, it was just a place that I was looking for. And at the same time, I liked looking at the equipment. I don't know what it is, yeah. but you know, it's just like me, for example, what if I like looking at my car? Sure as hell, if I had a nice car, my garage is going to be transparent. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I like looking at it. And so yeah. it was kind of, um, I felt ashamed and because I remember my wife walking in and she's like, what are you putting on your shelf? And I said, I'm going to put my lens there, my lenses. And she's like, why? I'm like, I, I guess I never really thought about why. Like, I don't even know why people are asking me that. Like, why couldn't I just put my lenses there? Why Why do you have your... Why do you have to have an answer to that? That's, <laughs> right. I, yes, that's odd to me. That's exactly the point. Like, why do you have to have an answer other than it looks good to me and I enjoy looking at it? And then now yeah. people are doing the same thing. So I'm, I'm not saying I'm the first one to do that, but I'm very 100% sure that I did not see anyone do it before I did it. So what I'm trying to... you were to... the first... 
You were the first. I was the second. And then I got shit for <laughs> saying that I was copying you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So it's just, you know? I, I don't want people to think that I started that, right? But what I'm saying is that I didn't, I didn't, um, no one influenced me to do that. I just wanted to put something in the space that I liked to look at so that it's inspiring to me. And it's mm -hmm. the same thing with the desk, right? Like that's why you have a bunch of your your different desks. And actually, I like the, the other desk that you're working on. I think the one that you like writing, when you're writing on, mm -hmm. or what is it, the white one? With a very simple, like basically empty desk with the, the shelves in the back. Is that the one? Oh, the, um, like the little... I don't know the size. It's like 40 by 20 or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a the little smaller desk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And because mm. it just has a very different vibe. It looks, it just it looks does. really it's, cool. It's so completely different. It's a little bit brighter than like my darker, moodier corner, which I like too, because that brings out inspiration to write, you know, and it's just a little bit brighter, not so moody. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have an explanation other than, I just like it. So that's why, that's why I do it. So for <laughs> yeah. the, yeah, for those who are listening, if someone ever shames you for having multiple desks or why you put that in the space, why do you have that poster, whatever it is, you can just tell them to, well, tell F them, off. yeah, tell them in a nicer way. Don't <laughs> tell them the microwave, but yeah, just be, <laughs> be like, I like it. That's what it is. All I need is a space that I can feel productive or creative in and that's yours, that's your process. You're sharing it on your social social media. You're not asking them to pay to look for look yeah. at your photos. So you're completely fine. You have our permission to do whatever the hell you want in your space. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you need you need Michael and Chelsea's um permission. You, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. No, but you're right. <laughs> no, so I wanna say too, like when I first started, I obviously got inspiration from Michael, but I also got like a lot of trash. Like people would DM oh, yeah. me. They would also DM Michael like, hey, that Chelsea girl is like straight up copying you. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of I'm not going to say it made me famous because it did not make me famous, but it, it made you I infamous. A lot of, <laughs> it made me infamous. Um, I gained a lot of attention from it, even though it was like bad publicity, it was still publicity. It still is publicity, you know? so yeah. Even if you're getting like comments of people wondering why you have that there, or you know, they're still there, they're still looking at your stuff. Exactly. They're still curious. Your so, haters are probably your biggest supporters. I know that's true for you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be. It seems <laughs> to so be. so true for Michael. Yeah. I remember that, Chelsea, that would get a message from people and they'd be like, yeah. Michael, this girl's copying you. And I'm like, and we were already friends at this point. We were. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. This girl's copying me. No, I'm just kidding. Just... How dare her? <laughs> and then we started a podcast like not long after no, that. No, yeah, exactly. Not long after that. It sucks because like how we you look at your the haters. Yeah, you look at your space, you look at mine, I'm like, they do not look like we don't even have the same desk. What the heck? No, I had a white desk at the time. You had a wood desk. Yeah. And then my walls or... were white and yours were black. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> People are so funny. People, People are, are so funny. silly. But anyway, so that was a that's a really good um good memories for me. I mean, I like that we can look back and kind of just like I laugh about it. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 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 really cool. I just don't like it when people try to shame you for for having all these nice things or they think that it's it's a little um I don't know what's the word, Chelsea, but it's like it's too much, you know what I mean? Like it's is it showing yeah. off, I guess? Is that what they're thinking? Well, see, that's the problem. Like when people say stuff like that, then you start to be 
you start to feel bad about what you're doing, even though what you're doing isn't wrong, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it kind of hurts your confidence a little bit, which sucks. Like I, that's a whole like thing that I hate about social media is like people just living their lives on social media. And then these people feel like they need to come into your space and take a shit all over the walls. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, it mm -hmm. sucks, but I mean, I guess it's just part of it too. So. It's part of it. Like, I, I just wish that one day we can grow up. I mean, I'm already grown up, but maybe my kids <laughs> can grow up in a world where, you know how, you know, when we were kids, we were brought up to to be courteous, to be nice, to be respectful um, mm -hmm. to people. Because especially when you're face-to-face -face with people, right? Like, it's just, that's the mm -hmm. thing that you need to do. Like, that's the proper way of just acting like a human being. I wish mm -hmm. that that can somehow carry over to social media. I know it's never going to happen just because yeah. there is that barrier, right? Like there's, there is that, that sense that you're not going to pay um, for your actions online. But mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I feel like we can at least teach our children to be more respectful to other people. Oh, yeah, for yeah? sure. That's yeah. like that's my only job. Like my most important job as a parent is – to teach my children that there are people in this world that are different than you. They mm -hmm. do things differently and that gives you no right to make fun of them or talk about them in any way. You just, they're just humans, just like us. And we all need to get along. Exactly. Exactly. You know, on a side note, I just wanted to insert this before we, uh, but without trying to <laughs> prolong the conversation, but um, <laughs> my wife was just talking to me the other day about she she's in healthcare, right? And mm -hmm. she was saying that it sucks how um, you know people. A lot of people are using the system, the healthcare system. I know it's crappy right now. Like, where else can you? You're basically uh, you, you have no choice unless you have you have money. You have no choice, right? Like it's like um, mm -hmm. you, every X-ray, every whatever is is you have to pay for that, and it's like mm -hmm. paying insurance is. It is, it's already insurance and yet it's ridiculously expensive. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm -hmm. the system is broken for sure. But it really is. The, one terrible. of the things is that, you know, the rules or basically if, if you go to a hospital here in America, at least, um, they can't turn you away, even if you can't pay for anything. And you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. she, she has uh, a lot of these patients that, that come in and they are not from this country and they have no insurance, no anything, and they still will, you know, help them. Because you know what? Yeah. The end of it all is that regardless of who you are, where you come from, what they you- They still you, need help. Yeah, they're human, right? Yeah. Like, at what point do you say, oh, we're not going to help you because you're not human anymore? You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's never crazy. that. It's never the case. So as broken as it is, it's still- it gives me comfort to know that mm -hmm. there are still people out there who recognize that, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't have insurance, but you know, we'll, we will still take care of you because that's because you're human and you deserve that. Unfortunately mm -hmm. in the Philippines, it's a completely different case, by the way. So. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. It's very sad. Oh my God. I, I don't even want to get into that, but yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think, um, I think this is a pretty low key, um clubhouse yeah. episode which is kind of cool i kind of like how the conversation kind of turned out i think i me too i liked it i liked it too <laughs> i don't we, know if anybody else did yeah i don't know well we'll find out so chelsea and i were when we recorded this we said 
Um, let's not look at the, the app itself, like Clubhouse. Let's just record it as if we were just recording a normal podcast. So it takes the pressure off a little bit. Maybe yeah, in the future, really because usually, usually I'm super nervous in these things, and you can tell, like in my voice, that I'm nervous. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's just you and I. I mean, I know all three of those people that are in there, but <laughs> I was gonna say, or is it just you and I? Like, I'm pretty sure it's just you and I, Chelsea. I don't even know if anyone's. No, <laughs> are there people? Yeah, there's. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's Sangran. Oh, okay. There's Jared and, and Ben. Oh, and Benjamin, ben. Benjamin, welcome back. I know, I know, I follow him on Instagram. You do too, Chelsea. Um, rice yeah, bucket. The rice bucket. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back. I know he t- took a little bit of a, a vacation, so uh, it's nice. Too. I know, me too. So well, good for him. Good for him, and welcome back. I hope you're feeling a lot, lot better. And Jared, I just want to say, Jared, that I saw that you liked my tweet at 3 o'clock in the morning. What the heck were you doing at 3 o'clock in the morning? You should be sleeping. I just want to He's say that. He's probably drinking and being creative. <laughs> He's probably drinking. That's right. We had that conversation yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jared's creative time is whiskey time. That's pretty much it. So <laughs> that would be the opposite for me. I would, I haven't had a drink since I was like 21 to so like 10 years. That's like sleepy time for me. I would have a drink and pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm on, I'm a cheap date. That's what I am. I think I shared some <laughs> photos. That's kind of embarrassing. But anyway, Chelsea, do we have, we? yeah, do we have any yeah, news for, for today? To our, we do have news, and this ties in perfectly with our conversations. So. Oh, okay. Let me see. Where is my news stinger? Roll it. Today in the news, we have Instagram is making a kids app. Uh-oh. Here's what parents need to know about Social Media Junior. Oh my goodness. Social media was not built with children in mind. Facebook was originally made for college kids. Yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Instagram stemmed from its founder love of bourbon and YouTube. Okay, they started a video dating site. I did not know that. Did you know that? No. But teens are active on social media, and many children under 13 already have online social lives. Ugh, that makes me nervous. I didn't know they started to want that at 13. Is, is, there, is there purpose? for doing this did they say um i guess just trying to make it a safer space for kids i guess before letting children fall in love with tiktok uh, fall into youtube holes or start their own instagram accounts parents need to weigh yeah the options so it's basically making it a little bit harder for people for kids to just hop on the well why couldn't they do that with the with the existing apps right Um, i don't no, I mean, I probably make sense. It would be easier to have just like YouTube kids. But see the you thing know, that it's easier to have like a dedicated space where mm-hmm. all of the kids videos are. So it's probably the same. The thing that it's worries me about that, though, it's like you're putting all the children in one app. So all these weirdos, these they still can get in there. Yeah. And, and pose now these children. Exactly. Like now they know where to go. So how yeah. are they going to take care of that? those type of people, how are they going to keep them away from the app? That's my question. I get it. Like, it's nice to have an Instagram for kids so that the Mm -hmm. kids can just interact as kids there. But what are the measures that they're going to put into place to keep all the creepos out? I don't know how I feel about this either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want my kids on 
social media. I know, me too. Like my my daughter, <laughs> she only uses TikTok when I'm there because TikTok is a yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. It's a oh very... my god, TikTok is so bad. My son, it's so bad. he like thinks of TikTok as like the bad place. Because <laughs> one time I was watching a TikTok that said a cuss word like shit or something like yeah. not even that terrible. Yeah, and he's like, oh, "Are you on TikTok?" They say all those cuss words. I'm like, "Oh my god, you heard one cuss word." Calm down. <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah, it, TikTok is just oh my god. Like there it's were so terrible. many inst instances where I'm like, I'm glad no one else is watching this. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. yeah, it gets pretty raunchy over. It there. gets pretty raunchy and really really uncomfortable. So I'm like, especially for me, because now I feel like a creep. I'm like, oh, great. Great. Here we go. So, well, is that is that all we have for the news, Chelsea? It is. Oh, um, do we have any? I know we wanted. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I know we wanted to shout out our peeps at Rode because we, we are actually hosting this clubhouse with our Rodecasters. Yes, we are. So for those awesome. who are listening to this episode, if you are... If you find that we sound a lot better than we normally do on, you know, when we're using phones, it's thanks to the Rode Caster. I was going to say Rode mm -hmm. Pro Caster, but no, it's a Rode Caster uh, by Rode, Rode, Rode Microphone. Rode Caster Pro, that's it is. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> we finally figured out how to, to hook it up on, um, I'm actually using my iPad with the Rode Caster Pro, and I have my microphone. And it just worked, works great. So I think I'm going to do a video on this one because it's actually a pretty cool setup. It's very simple, but you it's should. A, yeah. And Jared helped me figure this one out. She's, he's like, you just connect it. I'm like, you do? Yeah. He's like, yeah. That's all I did too. I know you helped <laughs> me too. You like sent a video and I was like, I didn't even watch the video. I was like, let me just plug it in and see what happens. And I did. And it started working. I was like, okay. That's so, hilarious, Chelsea, because I looked for the shortest video ever. It's like less than three minutes and you still didn't watch it. Still didn't watch it. Yeah, no, I don't have time for that. Awesome. I'm the person that likes to just try everything. And if it burns down, like, oops, it burned down. But if it works, it works. It works. There you go. Let's celebrate. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you to Rode for um, for the Rodecaster um, Pro. We've had this for a while, but it, I think it's we just have. worth uh, mentioning, worth shouting out. They're an awesome, awesome company. Very, very supportive uh, to their uh, creators uh, and everyone else it's just yeah amazing products like I can't recommend them you know any more than I don't even know what I'm saying but basically they're awesome I don't know what you're saying yet, I don't know what I'm saying Chelsea. I think I'm just they're done. great products they're pretty affordable I mean for for freelance filmmakers and content creators oh they're very affordable actually if you think about it like yeah. the quality that you get you're they're very affordable for sure mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I have no problems with and, products I've had the mic that I'm using is the one that I started podcasting with when Michael and I first started Coffee with Creators, and it's amazing. It sounds so good. Yeah, it's my favorite. So definitely go to Rode and check them out and tell them that we sent you. Yeah, so tell them tell them that we want to sound as good as Chelsea and Michael, but maybe not as messy. There you go. Maybe not as scrappy. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Well, all right. Well, I think that's it for today. Maybe if uh, this turns out to be an okay episode, Chelsea, we can probably do this again next week. It's just probably easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Agree? I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like it. I think it was fun. So anyway, that's it for today. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget, if you're listening through iTunes um, podcast, make sure to hit some stars, rate us. 
leave us um, a review because Michael likes to obsess over them. And until next time, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Michael. Signing Signing off. off. Bye. Bye.